0: to dig into today's episode with you. My darling women in business or those of you who are looking to build a business, this is one of the most important episodes that I have ever recorded in my life because you are going to get to hear from my incredible women who are in my Business Mastermind, The Scale Squad, these beautiful souls have been working with me some for over a year on their business, on launching and creating their impact in the world. We talk about the importance of women creating wealth and women dealing with their money issues and beliefs so that they can create wealth and they can make money and how money is a beautiful tool to create abundance and make change in our world. We discussed the power of mastermind and the power of groups. And, you know, we talk about why women don't want to invest in themselves and what happens when you do and how scary it feels to do the work. We're going to hear from beautiful Marley Liss, who is a dear soul sister and has been working with me for quite some time and is a legend in her own right. She's got a beautiful, beautiful history and has done so much amazing work in the world. You're going to be able to check the show notes for our episode me and Marley did together on restorative justice. I've got beautiful Janie who works in our company, the wellness witch. She talks about her experience in the mastermind. She's an author, a mother of four, single mother. She's done amazing work and she's been with me for quite some time now. The amazing Tamika Walder, orgasmic mama. You may remember Tamika from a few episodes that we've done on the podcast. We've spoken quite a bit about her amazing book, Wild Honey, and uh her work with women and especially mothers and their sexuality and sensuality. We've got the incredible Belle Viglioni. I love Belle. Belle is the founder of Camera Queens, which is one of the biggest, one of the largest communities in Australia for women female photographers. Uh, she is a gorgeous photographer herself and a business coach. Helping them show up, take up space, and shine. These women are so inspiring, and I hope that you feel seen, heard, and validated in their stories. And mainly, here's what I want you to take from this. Besides the fact that our mastermind scale squad's fucking amazing, here's what I want you to get is that when we have an idea to launch and create something in the world, we doubt ourselves. We don't back ourselves. We think we can't do it. We sit in comparison or tall poppy. And when you work on yourself and when you commit to a mentor that really resonates with you, someone who you believe can take you to the places where you can't go yourself, and you're surrounded by beautiful women in community, and you're pushed to think big and guided and supported, you can create whatever you desire. Those dreams that you have in your mind are real and they can become a reality. And that's what I hope this podcast does for you. I hope you feel inspired. I hope it makes you want to move on your dreams. And I hope it makes you believe that you as a woman can make money, can make impact, and that it's all about you choosing to do so. All right, without further ado, enjoy this episode with the gorgeous Scale Squad. Okay, so I'm very excited to welcome my gorgeous queens up in here, the squad, sharing all the things business, these incredible women who inspire me. I want you all to know about them and to meet them and to follow them and stock them and buy their shit because they are the most integral and incredible fucking amazing women that I've had the opportunity to work with. And I'm going to try not to cry in this podcast. Um, the reason I wanted to have you on here is because you are a boss, and you've done incredible work, and you are somebody that I myself look up to because I've seen you evolve, show up, share, unapologetically take up space, and impact the world. Because you came here to do that, and there's many women that we know now, maybe listening to this podcast. That are like yeah easy for you erica you're the queen of confidence and you got a pink wall and you have press on nails whatever you got hamish uh i can't do this and so i wanted them to meet you because you've done it and you're still doing it and you've overcome so many odds so here's what i want to do i want you to introduce yourself uh, and let them know who you is and what you do we're going to start with miss gorgeous bell hi bell Hey, gorgeous. How are you? What is good? Oh my god. I'm so happy that you're here.
1: <laughs> Thank you for having me.
0: Oh, so tell the people, tell the women who are listening to this, who are you? What do you do? Who do you help?
1: Amazing. So my name's Belle. I am a potent identity photographer from Perth and I also run a creative community called the Camera Queens. Yes. So I support female photographers to create profitable and sustainable businesses.
0: Yes, you do. I love you. It's so damn good. Okay, thank you for being here, Miss Bell. Okay, we got Marley Liz in the house. All the way from where are you at today, Marley?
2: Hi, I know I'm everywhere. I'm in Canada right now, my home oh my country. God. Yes. Yes, for a hot minute. Um. Yay. Okay, who am I? I'm Marley. I'm from Canada. I'm a coach. <laughs> for women reclaiming sensuality and I'm an advocate as well um, for restorative justice and Erica and I did a whole blessed episode on my my journey and work with that which was amazing but yeah I've been able to work with women all over the world who are reclaiming sexuality sensuality after trauma body image issues toxic relationships and I'm in love with everything I do
0: Yes. Yes. We do have a podcast. We're going to pop that in the show notes as well. It's, um, that was a damn good podcast that we did. All right. We got Miss Janie Craig in the house all the way from New Zealand. (laughs) This
3: is exciting. Thank you for having me. Yay. And it's so good to be part of this group. Honestly, all these women are so freaking amazing and inspiring. And oh, I'm so excited. So yes, <laughs> my name's Janie and um my business is magic and medicine. I'm a wellness witch, so I love talking all things from herbal medicine to tarot to crystals to you. Just- Helping women tap into their own inner wise woman and find their their true genuine authentic self so that's what I get to do as a yeah.
0: job yeah and a mama of four and an author okay yeah okay amazing yeah. thank you Janie Miss Rico.
4: <laughs> uh, hi, I'm Tamika Wilder. I'm a sex coach for mums, so I'm obsessed with helping women reconnect with their sexuality and their pleasure, their eroticism, and really just point to all of the tools that we already have to, you know, recreate, um, yeah, magical states inside of our body and inside of our relationships and our sex and pleasure. So, love all it good stuff. And you're you also you're- an author. I'm an author. Yes. yes. Wrote a little book which was fun and almost <laughs> broke my brain, but
0: uh yeah. It's hard. Yes, yes. Okay, cool. So we got some amazing women here, uh, all kinds of different backgrounds, all kinds of different knowings. So I'd love to know, I'll start with Belle. I'd love to know when you wanted to start your business. What what made you want to start this and what made you believe in yourself enough to invest in working on your business?
1: Oh, great questions. So I have been a government worker for over 15 years. So photography was never actually my full-time profession and I was always just doing it as a hobby. And I basically just realised that a couple of years ago when I started working with you as well, it was really going through a lot of the layers and the fact that I was seeking external validation from outside of myself. And I would enter photography awards and and receive that quick dopamine hit and really go, oh, I am good enough because my running thread is I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy, you know, starving artists. No one can make money from their art. All of those sort of limiting stories were popping up for me. And so I actually didn't believe that I could a, make any money from photography, or B, actually run a business that lit my soul on fire. Mm. And so being the breadwinner of my family, um, having two young children, working part-time in the government, it was very stable. It was very, uh, what's the word? Just you know, permanent, safe, yeah, all of yeah. those sort of things. And then when I started working with you and really uncovering Uh, what was holding me back. And the fact that, um, you know, the thing between my ears was actually the problem and the fact that I needed to, you know, seek that external validation. You know, once I started working on that and healed a lot of my trauma and um, yeah, just worked on my, my mindset, then I just knew that I did have what it took to actually do this. And I was like, if I can do this and make money from being a photographer, then I know I can help others.
0: And you did, girl. You did help others. You did make the dollars, and as a mama as well. Um, and I want to talk about that to anybody who does have a have have a mom, to anybody who does have children, because it's such a a powerful thing to to showcase that and invest in yourself. Were you yeah. freaked out? Were you scared? Were you like, hell yeah? I know I need to back myself and and ask for help and and do this. How did you feel when you were like hiring coaching and 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 doing that for your business?
1: Oh, absolutely. So. I think I'm a very intuitive person and I tapped into that at a very young age, but you know, there's still that logical brain of like, you know, how are we going to pay the bills and Mm -hmm. how are we going to put food on the table? And if I invest in myself, how do I know there's an ROI on that? And it was just a full body knowing that I knew when you know you first launched Social Impact that I had to be part of this every cell in my body was screaming at me like this is it this is how you are going to feel supported this is how you're going to fill those gaps in your knowledge to, to really move the needle forward and propel your business. So I did feel that, you know, I'm on the edge of the cliff and I'm about to jump. Am I going to fly or am I going to, yes. you know, land straight on my face? <laughs> but, you know, being, being around you and Hamish and, and all the other girls in the squad, it was just incredible to have that support and that community to, you know, to just bounce ideas off and and when you know that there is stories coming up or those beliefs that are holding you mm. back you're like is this real or is it just in my head
0: yeah <laughs> uh, so
1: yeah it's just that that was everything really that community
0: yeah we were together for a long time back when scale so- squad was called social impact marley that was back in the day 20 20 fuck when was that 2020 was last yeah. year this is last yeah. year I think. can you believe why do i feel like it was 17 <laughs> years ago <laughs> so much
1: has happened
0: you know back in 2020 when uh (laughs) when things were different it ain't different it's back in 2020 again anyway (laughs) Mm -hmm. I love that bell all right Miss Marley Miss Marley so last time we spoke you were in Mexico (laughs) you're like the nomad business life I love it okay so Tell us about your journey being like, hey, uh, I mean, you have honestly, if you haven't listened to the podcast, go and listen after this to to Marley's story, because you have a really incredible story about uh, restorative justice being the first case in North America and and that entire thing. And congrats on your speaking reel. I watched that reel and I was like, oh, my God. Um, (laughs) And this is beautiful that we can celebrate each other, too, because sometimes business can feel so lonely. So how did you decide to go? I'm going to build this business and i'm gonna invest in this crazy ass lady and i'm gonna work on my on my business and make it happen Mm -hmm. um definitely
2: started with that experience of sexual assault like i feel like after that sexual assault happened back in 2016 right from that time i was like my whole life is gonna be about helping women heal from this helping us reclaim our own shit starting with my own journey with that. But up until about a year ago, I really had this narrative that making money and actually caring about something couldn't coexist. Like I had this deep guilt. I was in the social work world, the nonprofit world. I was like, oh, if I'm making money from this, that means I don't really care. I had this like really internalized guilt around that. And just, and I hit like, like just a year ago, I was completely broke. And I had made history in the justice system with my sexual assault case, which was in short, I fought for my sexual assault case to become the first in North America to conclude with restorative justice, which means that I fought for my assailant to go to therapy instead of prison. And we eventually met in this eight-hour circle. And that was obviously life-changing for me. And I shared it with the media um, it was in Forbes, Half Post. I was like being flown out to New York to be on the Mel Robbins show. And it was so incredible. I was getting wow. thousands of messages from survivors. And at the same time, I was completely broke. And I was like, this is not sustainable. I don't even have money for my rent. And it didn't make sense to me that I could be making such a difference and not having any income. And that's when it kind of clicked for me oh, actually it's a selfless thing if I bring in income because that means I can make epic impact in the world. And that's definitely like when I found Erica and when I chose to start working with Erica, I was like, I knew I was going to work with Erica for a long time before I did. It was just like full, yes, I need this fired up queen to like help me get through my own shit of imposter syndrome and whatever. And just give me that loving kick in the ass and be like, do it. Or the world's not going to perceive any of this
0: healing and whatnot mm. oh my god i love it i'm snapping i'm clapping over here this is okay <laughs> good 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 yeah you just have such a damn incredible story miss Janie craig me and Janie have a big history because she <laughs> was one of my first clients when i was doing i was doing this thing called loving bitch slaps so it was like life coaching via instagram dms because I was getting all these questions on Instagram DMs. And if you're out there and you're a coach and you're like, how do I do this? Listen to me. Cause it was great. I was getting paid some PayPal. It's like, Mm -hmm. ask me one question for $50. And it's because I was sending all these voice memos. And my mom's like, what are you doing? I'm here for Christmas. And you're on your phone the whole time answering people's questions. And I'm like, mom, you are right. I need to get paid for this. So we did that. And then Janie submitted the three question and, You were like the most action-taking client I had ever seen. I'm like, this woman is amazing. She's doing all the things. So tell us about your incredible journey of that to building this business. You were a single mother of four kids. Like, I mean, y'all need to read her book, but also tell us a little bit.
3: Yeah, it's it's actually kind of hilarious when I think about it because yeah, like you said, when I first met you, it was through those, those three questions. And I was just like, tell me how to fix my life. Oh my (laughs) God, somebody help. And, and I I can't even remember how I found you now, but I was just like, wow. The first thing that brought me to you was the queen of confidence. And to be honest, I was like, who is this bitch calling herself (laughs) the queen of confidence? Like, no, she's not. What the hell? And then I got sucked into your Instagram. I was like, oh my God, she really does. Like she is confident. She does embody all of that. All right, tell me, how do I fix my life? And you gave such good tools. Like it wasn't, oh, I, you know, I think you should do this like fluffy, you know, just think your way into being happy and it'll be fine. You know, you were like, no, you need to start looking at the life. You need to pull up that rug, you know, expose the skeletons drag it all out into the light, do some healing. And um yeah, so we just started coaching together. It was like one-on-one coaching. And then when you had the sisterhood open, I was like, let me in. And yeah, the, the whole business thing was such a huge leap for me because I have always worked for other people and I'm really comfortable doing that. Like, I feel like I'm a really good employee because I take direction really well I love doing things for other people and yet when it comes to me I kind of just go oh I don't know what to do and so you gave such good directions for me in my personal life that I was like and I watched you grow your own business just like from that little small gathering to like a huge following and then really putting out Um, The sisterhood and courses that really were changing and impacting women's lives and giving them tools. And I saw, saw how you grew your business that I wanted to, I wanted to learn how you did it so I could apply even just like a small smidgen to myself. And um, yeah, I, I remember having that conversation with you and you were like, what could you see yourself doing? Could you see yourself talking on stage? And I was like, hell no, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> You're like, could you write something? Maybe you, you know, would you write a book? And I was like, mm, no, maybe I could do like an article here and there the next minute. Like, honestly, I wouldn't have done anything if you hadn't been there going, no, come on, let's go dream this. Let's <laughs> <do the> things.
0: <laughs> You're the best. And this book is out and it's coming. What is the book called? The
3: book is called Magic and Medicine, How to Find the Wise Woman Within. So I've got that one. And I also have a compilation book coming out with a bunch of other authors as well. So two books, Yeah, two books. It's really unstoppable.
0: Mm -hmm. And I have to say too, Janie does work with us, because as you said, you like working with people and being a part of a movement. And so Janie works with us at the Queen of Confidence as well. So she works in our company and she is fucking amazing. So we love you. And I love we're going to get into how your business structure works, because Mm -hmm. you've done something that. Makes you happy and what you want to do, and it's not building ten thousand courses and doing that. And and you've really structured what you want, and that's the important thing. Is that each and every one of us, our business structure looks different, but it fits what we want and what we're trying to do. So, thank you for sharing that, Tamika.
4: Yo yo. <sighs>
0: Oh my gosh. I love you. I remember you from Instagram. I started following you and I was like, "Um, what is this? Positive sex and parenting. Who? Click, follow. Uh,
4: Yes. Yes. I remember you from Instagram. I was like, who's this person calling themselves the queen of the confidence? I don't know what this (laughs) woman is about. (laughs)
0: this bitch who you think you is and I actually hate tiaras and shit too I don't resonate with the queen of England or any of those people but anyway here we, are. <laughs>
4: here we are here we are yeah it's um I love genuine you're like I'm a really good employee you know really good at working for others and I'm like ah. I've always been terrible at working for other people I knew that I was like I I had to work for myself and be an entrepreneur like for so long I just didn't know how to do it But I was like, I'm not working for you, I'm not working for you, but oh, how do I do this on my own? So, um, yeah, I I think last year when I made the call to really back myself financially and put my time aside to build what I knew I was always destined to build, it was a really big step for me. Um, I had interesting things going on around money and around not necessarily being in scarcity, I wouldn't have thought, but actually when I was like, oh no, I need to keep my savings at at an amount that means I can't make a big investment or I can't do these things, but I'm just going to keep doing, I don't know, just I wasn't learning the right things. I wasn't really backing myself. So the opportunity to back properly at the start of last year really, really paid off and it just changed my whole energetic posture and it changed my business posture it changed my business acumen it changed the way that I talked about myself and my business and my life and um yeah I've had some really good lessons around learning how to congratulate myself as well and being like no you're doing you're actually doing the thing like you haven't worked for someone for years and you support your family with your business which is a sex coach for parents and mums and that's that's big so Yeah, it's been an amazing year next to all of you women. I'm so grateful that I backed myself in that way.
0: Yes, yes, it is. It's crazy too, because I think when I know I said to many of you when I was speaking to you on the phone about Skill Squad, like when I paid that money to that last mentor that we had, and I was like, oh my God, I'm so scared. Cause I had, you know, I grew up in the hood, I grew up on welfare, I didn't have any money all of the money that I had invested was on a credit card (laughs) and then another credit card for the credit card. So I didn't have this cash and this money to be like, yeah, I'm going to put it into myself. But like you all, I believed that I needed to have it. So uh, moving into the money side and the money mindset, you know, how did it feel to invest in yourself and, and did anything come up for you and how did you cut through that? Because I know that a lot of the listeners, that's, and we all know this as business women, what do people say? I don't have the money and we got money. We are dropping dollars on lashes and fucking Netflix and alcohol and cigarettes and press on nails and cheetah print blazers, mm-hmm. you know? So what would you say on that side of money?
4: What actually happened for me? Cause I just, I'll keep going off the back of what I was saying is like, I realized that I, I got really honest about my scarcity mindset and I was like, Oh no, you need to clear the cachet. You need to yeah. clear this. It's not like you get to a certain point and you keep it at that. You move it through to Mika, so more mm. comes. So I realized like there was just a layer of stagnation and that I was in um yeah, fear and scarcity. Even though if someone says to you, you know, how are you feeling about your cash? Like you're feeling like, you know, I'd be like, good, no, sweet. I've got good ideals around it and I've got good, you know, I'm sweet. But then when it push came to shove, I was like, oh no, clear, clear it out. And as soon as I did, like mate. Yeah, last year was huge.
0: Yes, it was. You'd killed it. We'll get to your amazing wins. Uh, what about for you Bell? How did you feel going shit I'm going to invest in myself and what do you feel is a block for many people out there who don't because they're scared of of putting money into themselves and their business?
3: Oh, totally.
1: For me it was uh you know, my kids and my family come first and as mothers, I think innately we always Or generally do that we've got that oh I can't celebrate myself or I can't buy Mm -hmm. myself you know xyz because I need to you know put it towards the bills or or put food on the table or make sure we've got a little bit extra in case you know the rainy day fund and so I wasn't used to spending money on myself and the, the the ironic thing is the more I invested in my coaching, the more it actually came back and helped my family. And in turn, then I was able to employ like team members who then I'm helping their family, you know, or then I can invest in a hairdresser that I really want to support, or I can invest in another small business that I really want to support. And it was really just getting my head around the fact that Money is energy. And yeah. when you're in that flow, it actually affects everyone. It doesn't just affect me, it affects my community it, it, and then the bigger picture. So, you know, money in the hands of good humans will just absolutely change the world. And I just, yeah, it, it a little bit like what Tamika was saying with that scarcity, it was like, am I good enough to have all this money? Like, am I good enough to uh, invest in coaching? You know, and it it is scary. Like I I totally, absolutely shat myself the first time that I I invested a large chunk of money. But what's hilarious is by following what, you know, you said, Erica, my first workshop, I almost made the whole entire amount back in one workshop.
0: That was amazing. And that was
1: literally like one month into investing in that money. So, yeah
0: that's so good Mm -hmm. i know you like honestly it's so crazy because you i don't know about you but it makes you feel like oh shit like i've had people that have joined scale squad and been like they paid the money and then they're like the next day they're like i'm doing all this stuff and we haven't had a call we haven't had a a, a session we haven't had anything and they're like there's fire in my ass and i'm doing all this (laughs) stuff because they just put it down and i've done that as well you know it's like oh i better get to working on it and it's it is scary but it's so it gives you that fire. Marley, what about for you? How did that feel for you when you went to do that?
2: Um, definitely like simultaneously terrifying and so right and almost like like easy because it mm. felt so right, but also really hard. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like like if I just think of myself and I'm like, oh, I'm investing this money into myself, which I had done a lot of times, like For context, I'm one of those people who have done a million trainings and retreats and like probably too many trainings. Like I was like, oh, I need more trainings before I can be a coach. You know, that was (laughs) me. So to actually just claim, okay, I'm ready to start this business and really, really, really grow it felt like a very different thing than investing in myself. But I feel like I was able to work through that bullshit of no, I can't do this. It's not worth it. It's too much and whatever. When I really anchored in my why, because my my mission like why I'm doing this work is so deep for me like I'm like I actually feel like I'd be hurting myself if I didn't invest in this and like give it my freaking all in this lifetime like I would the the pain of regretting not trying would be so much more of a cost than not doing it so I told Erica on the phone I was like okay give me a few days to just like shit myself at this investment and then I'll sign up (laughs)
0: Yeah, <laughs> you did. <laughs> like, let's yeah. go. And I think, like you said, it's like if we if we don't do this and and sometimes we do need and, and it's funny because it's like asking for help. And there's something I know with my I'm a very I would say I'm, a, I'm feminine, but I have a very masculine thing about me that's like, I don't need your help. I'm going to do this by myself. I think it's all my trauma and my survival shit kicks in. And so being like, I need help and I need someone else to help me and I need to pay someone to help me, it felt very. Uh, That was a block for me for a long time to try to overcome that. And when you do realize that your impact is actually like, that's going to be able to help you change the world and do the thing you want to do. It's like, especially y'all know your purpose, you know, you know what you're here to do. And it's like, shit, I'm not letting any of that thing stop me. Janie with you, there was a different little twist because Janie, I was like, man, I've talked to you many times about money because you're good with money and investments and you understand it. And I love how you work with your money because you don't just go, I got money, I'm going to drop it everywhere. You're really really like a rich person because rich people don't drop any money, but they got a lot of money and they don't spend no money.
3: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I still think $100 is a lot of money.
0: Yeah, I love that because you have money. So it's great because J.D. be like, nope, I'm going to question that. How important do you feel like that mindset is that even if you, you know, air quotes, have money, you don't just drop it like it's nothing?
3: Yeah, I kind of think of it like there is it's an energetic exchange. You got that money by working somehow. And whether that was you're on minimum wage and you're earning, like, I don't know, $15, $20, depending on where you're living in the world, maybe that's a lot. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't know, depending on your minimum wage, but you had to work for that to get that money. You had to put energy time away from family, you know, whatever to, to earn it. So for me, I feel like it's you have to be deliberate with your money because where, where are you putting it? It's taking it, it's your life essence, right? And so for me, I like to spend my money in places where I'm going to, I know that like Belle was saying before, like supporting businesses, you know, a good, decent people, like putting that wealth and redistributing it. And I've always found from my own personal thing that, Although I have had times in my life where I was, especially when I first separated from my ex, like I was so scared. I had no idea where the money was coming from. And for a while there I had nothing in my bank account because we hadn't split our assets, et cetera. And I was like, oh, my God, like how am I supposed to support these four kids? I I don't know how to. And they were quite, they were younger then, and so I couldn't just go get a full-time job because who's going to look after the kids kind of thing. So for me, I've always been like really careful where I put money, but on the other side of the coin, very happy to spend the money if it was for something that I deemed like a a good cause or good people. And putting that money down, I knew because it was an investment, I would have to show up. I couldn't just go, well, it was only $50. That's okay. I don't need to look at that course again, you know, or if I don't get anything out of it oh, wow, I had to show up, I had to work. And even if I knew if in spending that money, even if it didn't come back to me within like the business, me personally growing would, you know, it would come back to me in that way. And both has been true. I've expanded so much and learned so much from working with you and Hamish and the other woman. It's it's beautiful. And it's important to teach our kids this and show them you're worth the investment.
0: Hell yeah. And I think I'd love to know anyone who wants to answer this, like how important do you feel like it is right now that women, especially women of color, make money, create wealth? Like how important is that? Like uh, anybody can share to you that that women have an ability to create money, whether you're listening to this and you're stuck in a nine to five and you're trying to do a side hustle or you're trying to grow in the leadership and a corporate role or you're trying to build your business. uh, How important anybody can share?
4: important I feel like um the power and the leadership that comes becomes available to me inside of my yeah my choices my freedoms my home Mm -hmm. my holding of my family close and tight um I couldn't imagine having to rely on anything else whether it be the government or a partner or a bank for that that power and freedom actually that I feel Mm -hmm. like can come to us through really taking control of our money and understanding it and looking after it and building it. Um, So, yeah, I think it's more important than ever. And also I loved really starting to understand the magnetic um, principles of like feminine core beings and understanding the way that we can finesse money And we can manage it and massage it and and love it. And it loves us back. And I think that they are some amazing principles that get left out of like traditional money education that um, we play with in this realm. And that's impressive and so potent. I love it.
0: Yes, we love money here at the Skill Squad. Okay, more money, more impact. Anyone else? What do you feel like is it super important for women right now to be able to create wealth and make money?
3: I think what Tamika just said was so important, like in the in that beginning segment about having the ability to create the wealth yourself and not being dependent on someone else. Because for I personally coming out of that relationship, yeah. it was so scary. I was that typical stay-at-home mom that just like was like, yeah, you go off to work, you handle the money side, you do this and I'll look after the kids and, and the house. You You do you and do the business. And when suddenly your whole world changes and you're like, shit it's all on me I have to pay the rent I have to find the power like it's me I have to do it and I was so worried because it was like that double-edged sword not not only did you have to now make all the decisions on your own but you had to do the finances on your own too and Mm. yeah if you're able to make your own money if you're able to access things and you're able to do it from a position of Enjoying the work, or bringing you know helping others, then that's even more potent and more beautiful. And actually, today my daughter wrote like a a quote out. I can't remember what it was now, but it was talking about like she she basically said, "Mom, you're like the strongest person I know. You took like mm. the things that came that that could have broken you and turned it around." And I was just like, "Oh my god, my 15 year old thinks I'm her hero." Oh. <laughs> I was wanting to argue with my mom when I was 15 but hey <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're a legend to her but that's true it's true it's like they're watching everything that we're doing everything we're creating we're leaving we're literally creating and then when I think of the word create I think of you Bell, because I feel like you're so creative and you're so someone who wants to build and make and create and you know our kids get to witness that and we get to leave that with this in this world like that what we're making and building Hey, my love, just a real quick interruption. I want to let you know that our Scale Squad coaching program is open. Applications have opened up. So if you're listening to this episode and you're like, damn, I want to be a part of this tribe. I want to grow and scale my business. I want you to know that you can apply now. You just head to thequeenofconfidence.com. Click on Biz Mentoring and fill out your application. This is for women in coaching. So if you are a coach and if you're currently active in your coaching business and you want to grow a scalable coaching business that can help you impact more people minus that hustle, we don't want to do the hustle, if you want to build and grow an engaged audience of raving fans, if you want to attract some high caliber clients into your business, And you want to consistently hit your financial goals, especially hit the multiple six figures in your coaching business. Hell yeah, that's what we about. And you want to be surrounded by an incredible support system of successful female coaches, the women who are on this podcast now and more, and build authority as a recognized leader in the coaching space. That's the shit that's going to change the world. Scale Squad could be a fit for you. So head to the website, go to the link in the bio, click in the show notes, go to thequeenofconfidence.com, get your application in there. I will get all applications to my office. And if you're successful, you could be joining us in the squad so we can double your income and double your impact. All right, let's get back to the episode. How important is it? Because I know every single one of you have done the work. And I think people out there think that business is business and personal is personal. And like, I think someone said some silly ass quote, like business isn't personal. And I'm like, can we find that? It's probably a man. Can we find that man and tell him you're tripping, dude? (laughs) Because business is all personal, right? (laughs) Like. Can, can you speak to maybe if anybody's out there listening, going, I want to build my business, but it's not working. I got money blocks. I can't, I I don't want to put myself out there on social media because y'all know how crazy we are about putting yourself out there, building a community. How important is it that we do that inner self-work before launching a business?
1: It's everything like literally identifying and becoming aware of the subconscious programming Mm. that. You know, from our cultural background, our society, societal backgrounds, like all the things that we have no idea that we've taken on as a truth. And that 95% of what we do is subconscious. So we, we first, for me, I needed to become aware of what was actually playing in the background. And then I could start to go, oh, is that actually my belief or is that something that I picked up from my parents mm. or from my religion or from what other people expected of me? And so really kind of doing the inner work, I think, is imperative for every single human who wants to run their own business and have it be a legacy, have it be something that makes impact in the world, have it be something that can, you know, really nourish their family and their community. And if that, you know, and I think there's only a certain point that you can get to in a business, you know, or, you know, if you're just starting starting out in, in your startup with just being in that masculine energy and that hustle and the grind and all of those sort of things. And I think to take it to that next level is that's when the feminine aspects of being held and being supported or or starting to grow a team or putting in systems and really accessing our superpower of our intuition uh, is where we can kind of thrive as women in business, especially.
0: Yes. Yes. Marley, have you seen that for you as well with the work that you've had to do and and your own life experience? There was a lot of trauma I can imagine. And now holding space for other, you know, people to move through theirs. Like how important was the self-work before you launched into the business world?
2: A hundred percent. Like I wouldn't be doing this work and it wouldn't be possible if I hadn't done all that self-work at all, like at all. Um, I remember women used to tell me about their trauma especially years ago when I had just experienced assault and I spoke out about it but I was not in a healed mm. or even healing place at all and it was just too heavy like I could I couldn't handle it it was too much me too movement happened I was like under a wave of overwhelm like I couldn't breathe it was so intense and now I can genuinely be with a woman when she tells me about her trauma and like I can breathe with her. I can regulate my own nervous system so that she can mirror me in that. Like I can hold that space with so much love and compassion and stay clear enough that I know what to say. Um, I cu- I couldn't have done that before. So for me, it feels like such a blessing that those things go in hand in hand, go mm-hmm. hand in hand because now that I'm doing this business work, it's like, I have to take care of myself in order to keep doing this. Mm. So that feels like a really good have to do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hell yeah. That This inner work, we, it's and it's funny because it's not like before I launch my business, I'm going to work on my trauma, then I'm going to launch my business. It's like, <laughs> it's so not this linear thing, right? We just, it comes up. And I think something that we all talk about in Skill Squad is like mindset, number one, because any blocks that we have with our business always will mirror back to what are we thinking? What are we feeling? What are we actioning or not actioning? Or are we hiding? Are we showing up? You know, it's, it's, it's such a big thing. I, I want to move to the the side of of the mastermind. And then I'd love to, to hear some wins and, and, hear how you move through things and how you created what you've all created, because you've all done a fucking phenomenal job. That's why you're here, because I really wanted to, to showcase the work that you're doing in the world and how I want everybody who's listening to go and follow you and stalk you and buy all the things that you do, because you're amazing. So how important is it uh, to be held in a group when we're doing this? Like uh, for someone out there, that's like, I've never been in a group of women. Is it scary? Women are catty. Uh, you know, I don't want to join a mastermind or I, whatever, like, you know, skeptical. Uh, I was one of those cynical people that was like, whatever. I don't believe you queen of confidence. Bullshit. I was like that too. So, you know, can you speak to that and and the the group and having support and masterminding in regards to how we do it?
4: anyone who has um, any of those wounds around sisterhood and around being with other women, women, this type of opportunity is incredible for dissolving that and directly addressing whatever stories we tell ourselves about other women. And then, mm. you know, the catty nature and the bitchy nature and the competitiveness and the comparison, like it literally directly kicks all of that in the ass. <laughs> um, personally, like I felt quite lonely in lots of my endeavors before coming into a mastermind group. So I think like it's been incredibly important for me in having teammates because as an entrepreneur, it is like inherently quite lonely. Like I get up, go to work on my own, on my computer, there's no teammates really other than some people, you know, the, through emails and stuff. But, um, yeah, the group learning environment is so, so potent for um, friendship, bouncing ideas, you know, surveying others and learning how to take take care of each other and understanding, wow, you're making impact like that. Huge respect to you and your impact. Oh, you're doing that. You know, those Yeah like you realize all of the cogs in the greater wheel and you get to see all of the cogs and it's um yeah so powerful so valuable
0: i love that analogy the greater wheel i'm like oh could we be a big
4: wheel anyway
0: What about for you, ladies? Miss Janie, Miss Bell, what do you feel having a, a group? I know that we. I'm a cult person. I just love groups. I think it's all my foster home trauma. <laughs> I, I love people and I love women, and I never believed women were catty. I think I did in high school because I was probably catty my damn self. Um, but how has that felt for you, doing what you're doing, having people that have your back, or a place where you can land and kind of share?
3: I love it because I can see. Like I've taken a little bit slower time, you know, with my business. And then I kind of got sidetracked doing the book and everything. So I loved being able to watch, like, for example, Tamika and Belle and see what they were doing in their business and seeing how well they were doing. And then the different things, like the courses, um, Belle had like retreats and stuff. And I was like, Mm. that is so cool. Like, I don't see myself doing that. And yet I end up doing things like I didn't think I would do the book, but I end up doing the book. And then I was like, I'm not going to do a course, but I'm creating a course. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? I'll probably, I'll be like, I'm not doing a retreat. I'll probably end up doing a retreat. But That's what I mean. It's beautiful to have other women who are like blazing ahead. Well, they're not even ahead. They're just on a different path. And you can look and go, wow. Okay. And, and get inspired and, just pulled into that sort of stratosphere that they're in Um, and there's always someone to talk to as well which is cool and they get you because we're all in business and we all you know have our own things juggling multiple things and it's it's beautiful to have someone to talk to as you're on the way (laughs) trying to muddle through business and and get things going. Yeah
1: I definitely want to speak to that Janie that's such a great point and I also want to mention that when you get to a certain level, there's there's a, a certain type of energetic frequency that we carry. And so I think, Erica, what you did was put out your intention of who it is you wanted to draw into the space, and they're not the women who are catty or who are toxic or who mm. want to gossip. It's like they're women who want to make a difference in the world. They're women who want to talk about big dreams and, you know, how, what are we going to leave behind or how are we going to um, create community or create space for, or create a voice for people that don't have a voice. And so I think you called that in, you called in the right sort of, you know, the, the right sort of women to be in a space that we could all bounce ideas off or, you know, have really beautiful, deep, vulnerable conversations with one another. And, you know, that is everything
0: really, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, you just took me back to our retreat to our, when we got to like booty dance and what was we watching on YouTube? We were watching some crazy shit.
1: (laughs) Oh, So amazing. It's honestly, it's been such a brilliant journey. Like I've loved every minute of it.
0: Don't make me cry. Oh, I know it's good. I love it. Feels like the uh, foster home of business for me. Like this is my business foster home, you know, it just has been, uh The different energies and, and watching everyone and having Hamish involved. He's not here today, but having him involved in in this beautiful work, I feel it's funny, but I've always wanted not in this sexual way because I'll, I'll kill a bitch, but I've always wanted to share my husband with the world Um <laughs> In the, in regards to like, I know not everybody has a Hamish or a partner that is supportive or understanding or is the yin to the yang. And and I feel so honored that I get to share him with my 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 skill squad, my business mastermind women, because, you know, if you don't have someone in your corner. It can get lonely and you might make mistakes and buy something silly or, you know, launch something that you're like, oh, no, I didn't think about that too much. Me over here doing everything I do, not thinking and Hamish going, girl, what did you do? What what is happening here? Is there a system going on? And now being able to share him in this in this beautiful space that we have so that we can all have that brain. And now I got Tamika's brain and I can have Marley's brain and I can and I take from you ladies as well. And that's what I love about the mastermind, because it's not just. I'm one person who knows everything you should listen to me and follow. It's like, no, I don't know shit about shit. You know, it's like, I'm going to ask. I, I always look so inspired by Tamika. She's in the sisterhood and sharing. I don't know how many women from the sisterhood are in your in your erotic embodiment program but they're telling me all, wow. oh my god and we had this call and i was crying and you know and i'm like that makes me so happy because that's an area where i'm not going to help people and you can and and bell's going to support and build i don't know you're building like the biggest women's photography group in australia like no big deal y'all like camera queens you know and marley <laughs> the impact you're making around the world, literally Mexico, Canada, North America, Marley's just on a plane, like, see you guys. And, and, and being the example, you know, and, and Janie creating what you creating and your big thing was always like, I'm not good enough. I don't believe in myself. And like, you're on a, you're on a freaking podcast, sharing, glowing, you're not who you were when you started. So it's just to even watch you and me being a part of your life has helped me and, and gave me permission and been an example for me in so many ways. So I love you and I thank you. So I want to get some wins because- those of us that started, God, we started in how crazy are all of us that decided to invest any money with anyone in the middle of a pandemic. Um, and I'll share my backstory. I didn't believe I could do it. I had a big post-it, you know, those big post-it notes that are like $64 at Officeworks. Thanks very much. I had one of those big ass sticky post-it notes (laughs) on my in the kitchen and my husband's like what are you doing i'm like shut up i'm planning my thing this is my million dollar plans on a on a napkin on the wall and i and i kept looking at it and shaking inside because i was so scared of the possibility of what i was about to create and launch and i know all of us have had those feelings when we launch something amazing into the world and we called it social impact, and it was a beta. It was nine months of, I'm going to see how this goes. I know that the price point's not right. I know that I'm giving a lot. I literally said to Hamish, I'm going to give them my soul. And he was like, What? And I'm like, I know what I mean. I want to give them everything. I want to see how we go with this. And six of you ladies said yes to doing this in June 2020, when it was literally the middle of the pandemic. And It was a $10,000 investment back then, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. And my mind, just so you know how I felt, was blown because I'm like, number one, no one's going to join. Number two, no one's going to pay up front. And number three, I'm not going to even launch this. This isn't going to work. Everybody paid up front, basically. And within five hours, we had our six women. And I just was like, oh, what the fuck? that's a lie that I've been living for how many years I could have launched this when I'd love to know what was your biggest, uh, your first amount of money or your first launch. It doesn't even have to be money, but what was your like, Oh fuck. I just did that. I just launched that. I just got 17 women. I just, what was your biggest, we'll start with you, Miss Tamika, if you want to let us know for when you join.
4: Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I launched a one month, program um June, July, August, September I think it was the October actually so like four months after we started and there were I believe it was like 25 women or something like it was low the price was too low um but a whole stack (laughs) of women came in and I did this month-long course and I got my first kind of lovely injection of cash I think it was like six or seven grand or something and so that was like, oh, kind of similar to you, Bell. It's like, oh, I just basically got my investment back and that was within five months and I was soaring. And it was so much less to do with the money, the figure, and it was yeah. so much more to do with the energetics of it all. We were soaring, you know, that moment where it's just like, Phew. um. Yeah so that was that and then I launched another one the month after and that was that went off so there yeah. were 60, 60 women in there and um that was a like a $30,000 launch so that was a pretty amazing ooh, 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 you know ooh. 9 months yeah yeah so the fumes of that is just like intoxicating because I'm like oh yeah there's demand i i'm helping there's so many amazing testimonials there's so much momentum behind me like unstoppable that vibration and just so much gratitude to myself for like backing and for your container which was wildly generous like too much so so and you <laughs> did give your soul and we were all looking at each other like yo she's giving her soul like this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> look but at this it's like yeah that was amazing. And I love what you said too, because I I, I I do think of that with your work is like all of your works and all of the things you have available. It's like, there's an abundance of people who need it. When you have an abundance of belief in yourself, yes. you know, it's like, Oh, I believe in myself. I'm gonna put it out there and there'll always be people. And I feel like all of you have, that that you've all talked about the energy of money and you have that energy in yourself so money comes and then it goes and then it's like this this flow that happens and so i love that because you created that the tap was on and for many reasons we turn taps off or we say no more right now and it doesn't mean we whenever you're ready beep, turn the tap back on and that flow it comes back you know
4: yeah yeah the power of structure though it wasn't just willy-nilly it's not like oh just launch it without thinking it's like I couldn't have done that in that way without learning what you know we learned in that five months beforehand so it's like every single element came together
0: and then your book came out Oh, yes, gosh. Man. And we did a podcast as well. We did a podcast about the book. Go listen to that. Oh, is on the podcast man. as well. Bell, we need a podcast. Belle is coming on the podcast on her own because, <laughs> oh, oh my, gosh. my gosh.
1: You've just, like, like, got the screwdriver in there. I never <laughs> thought that I would be doing a podcast with you. So there you go. Oh, I see. Um, one of many. One thing that you said to me when I launched my first workshop was uh, you need a retreat. Well, you need a retreat. And I'm like, who am I to do a retreat? What? Like, no one's going to come to the retreat. And you're like, just put it out there at the workshop, start talking about it. Uh, Maybe, you know, take some deposits and things like that. And I was like, oh, I'll I'll do what she says because, you know, she's my courage. I need to listen to her. And I had four people like on the spot, go, here go, here's your deposit. And then I was like, oh, my God, that means I'm having a retreat. Oh, my (laughs) gosh, now I have to actually sort this out. And huge, huge, huge learning curve. Absolutely Mm. amazing. And now I'm, like, running my second retreat. It's, like, it's mind-blowing.
0: And then you launched, um, so your photography, your pricing went up with photography because you're, like, in high demand. You were doing photography and then shifted and launched into this this new baby and had, Mm-hmm. the most incredible. And I want everybody to know this, that like when I, the way that I like to do it, I'm not like price super high, go hard. There's no masculine shit with us, how we do it. Like I like how we do it. I feel like, uh, I don't know about you guys, but I struggle to find business coaches and and people that are in that leadership role that are integral. I kind of go, I don't believe you. It feels a bit yucky or it feels a bit like, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, I'm looking for, I kind of filled what I couldn't find to be honest, because I, I didn't want people to feel like you're going to make six figures in two years and you're going to be all this, like what they do on Instagram, like six figure coach. And it's like, you are broke. There's no profitability. And I think yeah. something that you did was so beautiful. You were like, I'm going to move from just doing photography and, and up, you know, up my price. Cause I know I'm in high demand. And that's my problem is now that too many people want me. So my price can go up and you do payment plans, which is beautiful, but then launching camera Queens and, oh. Your, your, that idea that came to you and you, it was your idea. You, you got it and we, we finessed it and we still finesse it, but talk about that. Cause that was really scary, new, crazy, amazing. And now it's killing it.
1: Oh my gosh. So that was actually during one of our group coaching calls, you facilitated a meditation for us to really tap into our big dream yeah. and our desire. And and that it literally just came to me and it came to me so strongly that when I opened my eyes, like I was like, oh, my God, I've got this big idea and it's and then obviously we worked at the how-to, but I launched a creative community called The Camera Queens in 31 days with no Google ads, no Facebook ads, completely organic, just literally showing up on my Instagram and talking about the feeling, the energy, my intention, this like my why and yeah, it was a $73,000 launch, like blew my absolute like marbles. I just can't even. And Amazing. to know that that's my beta, like this year has been my beta, and to have people literally saying, You've changed my life. I would never have met my best friend unless you launched this community. Like these women are my sisters. Uh, you know, I had um one of my camera queens say to me oh I was wasn't able to go to this photography event I bought a ticket and I put it up in the group and instead of people taking the ticket I had three people offer to help me babysit my child because the babysitter fell through
4: and it's like
1: full body goosebumps this is the women that I'm calling into this community of like community and collaboration over competition of like really cutting down that tall poppy syndrome that exists so much in Australia. Mm. Marley, I'm not sure what it's like where you are, but in Australia, it's literally rife. Like we want the underdog to, to rise up until they get too successful, until they make too much money. And then we're like, they're full of themselves now. Like Mm. they're too big they don't. They don't care about us or, or whatever. Whatever it is. And Erica, you've, you may have experienced some of that already. You know. So yeah. yeah, to have that community around me, where we're all we're all photographers, but we all have our own point of genius, and we all want to see each other shine, and we really like know that seeing someone else shine their light is not making us any less dim. Mm. And I just really love that.
0: Ugh, like ridiculous oh my god and and that's like impactful as well because now you're helping them with their business you're building this community and i think a lot of the things when i as tamika said giving you my soul i'm like i i don't want you to be me but if it works what i did do it and if, mm. if, if literally he's the fucking here, like take the because the models are so important and all of us have different models. But just the knowing that you could tomorrow move away or I could move away and I never see you again. I hope that never happens, but never see you again. But now it's in your head because you spent money to learn a thing that lives in your body. And even if you forget or you bump your head or you become broke, that shit is inside of you because you spent the money and you invested and you learned it and you made it. You can fucking copy and paste that shit, you know, mm-hmm. like that's the shit that lights me up because I'm like, no one can take that away from me. I don't see no pay gap when I look at my bank account. Patriarchy can suck it because <laughs> I'm doing me anyway. Marley, tell me about your amazing wins. I know you have many, but God, you're just I know it's super late where you are as well. So you tell. <laughs> thank you for being awake <laughs> no it's
2: my pleasure um such a cool segue because bell what you were sharing about tall poppy syndrome I feel like that's the thing I've healed most in scale squad. Wow. like I used to be so scared if someone said share your wins with this group of women I'd be like oh you know I had a nice walk earlier and meanwhile I would like had the biggest breakthrough of my life in business but I'm like oh don't say that Um, so it's very cool (laughs) to then answer that right after that share. Um, but yeah, it's been amazing. I had already launched my program, Sensual Homeless Academy, before Mm -hmm. working with Erica. And the first year blew my mind. Like I brought in a hundred K, didn't fucking know that was possible. Like it was amazing. (laughs) And, um, and I feel like when I started working with Erica, and part of the reason I wanted to work with you, Erica, was like. I wanted someone to hold me accountable to the bigger vision and picture because I love this program so friggin' much. It's one of my babies, a hundred percent. And I also have other babies on a birth in my life, like yeah. a book and a speaking career and all these huge things and like justice, advocacy. And, and Erica, you were like, let's set this up in a way where it's actually sustainable and it can grow and grow and support so many more women all over the world. And it can give you the time and space to grab the mic, go up to the podium and speak to all the, the justice people and do your thing in that realm. So I I definitely had an idea that I couldn't have it all. And I'm learning that I can. <laughs> and, um, it's been amazing. Like there's been, there's about 70 women who've graduated now from Central Wellness Academy. Wow. It's unreal the level of healing and reclamation that happens there like, healing from sexual trauma, breaking silence, going from being completely silent and shut down to being an epic activist. Women like have made documentaries and apps about consent from doing this program, um, leaving toxic relationships, starting their own careers. It's been incredible. And then for me, because I've freed up my time, I've been able to, like in Canada, I was on the national action plan to end gender-based violence, which was mm. made of, 25 survivors across the country who are informing policy at the federal level, Um, start my own podcast, work on my book, my life's being made into a scripted Hollywood series, like all of these (laughs) amazing, amazing things. So it's been incredible because I've really learned, like I don't have to just choose one dream and go Mm. with that. I can really go for all of it. And that is the most loving thing I can do for myself and all the women that are going to get to receive support through this program and all of it.
0: My mm, God, Mike drop! It's and you know what's funny too? I I, I love. <laughs> I love my, I feel like myself, I see myself many times. I feel like you and, and, and Belle are very like me. And they're like, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do all the things. I want to do all the things. Ah, Now I want to do them right now, like five minutes ago. (laughs) And I feel like I put on Hamish's body and then I go, listen, Belle. Okay. So right now we're going to do this. Okay. We're going to do this. We're going to yeah. streamline this. We're going to get those emails done. And then we're going to yeah. park that. <laughs> and then Marley, we're going to do this. And like, I feel that's also Hamish. Thank you, Hamish. Cause that's Hamish, but it's like, you're right. We, it's not that we can't do it all. It's that right now we're going to do this really well. We're going to clean this up. We're going to automate this bitch. We're going to hook it up. We're going to make it amazing and streamline everything, simplify everything, automate it, outsource it, whatever it is. And then we're going to focus over here and we're going to kill it over here. We're going to like finish our meal and then eat the next meal. And so many people in business, I think they're taking bites of everything and then we're overwhelmed. And then we call ourselves, I got shiny object syndrome. I'm like, stop creating syndromes. Just finish the meal, like do the thing, and 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 have that done because that's what your heart desires, and, and it keeps us. Like I feel like we're all fulfilled because we're getting to do what we love, and it's there's completion. You know, there's mm-hmm. this beautiful completion where you can see it all the way through. Um, thank you for that, Marley. Miss Janie, what big wins besides like your freaking author and you're incredible.
3: No, I don't know how <sighs> to say that. Marley, you're freaking amazing. Oh my god. Oh,
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> Thank you. I love you. <laughs> this I mean though, this is why this group is so amazing, because you get to learn and absorb and kind of like get some of that amazingness <laughs> yourself just by hanging out with other women who are so freaking incredible. Um I think for me the biggest the biggest win, I guess, was not even biz- business related, but just finding myself mm. more and being able to show up as me. Like I think last year, and when we when we were doing um social impact, I was having a hard time calling myself like just talking about tarot and crystals. I was like, no, I'm I'm a naturopath. Um, yeah, it was really hard for me. I and mean, then it just little by little as I was watching all these other women show up as their best versions, I was like, fuck <laughs> Yeah,
0: go you on my podcast. Fuck, fuck it, that.
3: Shit. Me. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and here I am going, you know, I'm the wellness witch. This is what I do, this is who I am, this is what I love. And that has been that has brought me so much joy to be able to just show up as myself. And then to just the little things, watching your Instagram. I know it's not about followers, but watching people start following you when you step into being yourself more and seeing them respond to that. And then being able Mm -hmm. to connect with people through DMs and chatting. And it's, it's so beautiful. And, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's for me, that's been the biggest
0: thing of this whole thing. I mean, and talking about how like coa ceremonies and speaking your truth. And it was really beautiful to watch that. I don't know about you guys, but when Janie started having her rants, you know, and being like, yo, this is what I think. And this is what I believe. And if I piss you off in my nice, gentle way, then go.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's been huge, actually finding your voice and being able to talk about the topics because I don't want to offend anyone. I don't want to push my opinion on anyone. But yet, the best feedback and the best connection I get is when I when I go on one of my little gentle rants about topics, and it just shows again shows me how much we put ourselves down and downplay ourselves and try and squish into little boxes.
0: Mm.
3: When people respond so much better if we're just one hundred percent ourselves, and
0: um, yeah. Gotta do it. Gotta own it. All right, we're gonna wrap this up, right? But I wanna, I wanna know uh, from each and every one of you what is it that you're working on now? Like, what's next for you? What's the big, uh, scary vision that you've got that that you're moving towards, or what's your next move, Mister Mika, orgasmic
4: Mama? Mm, okay, yes. Um, so I'm creating a a year long program for uh, for women and mums who want to really. Create sustainable ways to keep their sexuality intact through the modern motherhood and through stress and through the intent the logistical intensity that is motherhood <laughs> so um yeah, the mamas. It's really the process of me taking the the Orgasmic Mama like cap off of me and creating a bigger community of the of the Omamas because it's like I want to activate people all over the world, like all activate the orgasmic mama inside of them. So mm-hmm. yeah, this this year long is on its way. And um, I also do like I do monthly immersions where I teach erotic embodiment. And that's like an amazing place for people to start because you actually get the sense of what there is for you to work on and what some of the beliefs and the blocks and the self talk going on that's really blocking you from your sexuality. And that's kind of where the magic starts. So, um, yeah, on Instagram, I'm always talking about erotic embodiment. I'm always kind of launching one of those. So come on over or to the orgasmicrama.com and um, get involved in, in this movement. I'm, I'm about, I don't want it to be a program. I want it to be a movement. So yeah. that's what I'm, I'm birthing.
0: Woohoo. I love it. Miss. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Can I buy my book, please? (laughs) Buy her book. Listen, you
0: can say that. We are teaching you how to do business. Okay. We are women in business. And if you're listening to this, you want to be in business. So watch what we do in (laughs) here.
4: Totally. The Wild Honey is the book that I wrote that I don't talk about nearly enough. Um, But actually, yeah, it's a pretty profound read. So I'd love for you to grab a copy of that too.
0: Yes. And we're going to pop it in the show notes, the link as well. So pimp yourself out. What are you working on? What is the next thing for you? And how can people find you, hit you up and work with you? Bill.
1: Hello. So I am, I have another photography retreat later this year, which is for emerging and experienced storytellers alike. It's such a holistic uh, look at photography, mind, body, and soul. And launching Camera Queens again for 2022. So I'm super, super, super excited. So if you're Nikon, Canon, Fuji, Olympus, hit me up. I have a creative (laughs) community ready to listen and absorb and all the things. And I also do one-on-ones as well. So yeah, you can find me at my name.
0: Yes, Belle. I love you. Thank you, my love. All right, Miss Marley, what's going on in your world?
2: Okay, aside from all the things I listed off earlier, <laughs> um, I just started my podcast, yes! which is really exciting. It's called The Sensual Revolution, and uh, it's been amazing. I've been able to have on Epic guests. Erica is going to be on it. I'm super mm-hmm. excited about that, um, featuring all the humans who have turned like our own struggles into epic healing journeys, which has resulted in epic healing movements for the collective in our own unique ways. Um, And then I've also been working on restructuring the Sensual Wholeness Academy. So I'm going to be relaunching that in about a month, so October 2021. And uh, yeah, it's going to be amazing, like open to women all over the world, eight-month journey to reclaim sensual empowerment, body love, Healthy relationships, uh, cultivate a sisterhood that's worldwide. And I'm really freaking excited about it.
0: Where can they find yeah. you?
2: Um, so find me on Instagram, Marley Liss, M-A-R-L-E-E-L-I-S-S. Link in my bio, you'll see my podcast, you'll see a free training on um sexual empowerment and body love there as well. You can learn more about the academy that way. And also I'm a human and my DMs are always open, so feel free to just say hey.
0: I love it. Thank you. Make sure you tag all of us, by the way. If you're a businesswoman listening to this, you better tag us. That is good business, okay? Because collaboration station. Miss Janie, what's coming up for you and where can we find you? Um,
3: What's coming up is I am, um, as I said, those two books coming out. So hopefully, I think maybe October. Um, oh. So I'm creating like a little, a special little bundle for my my magic and medicine book. I'm going to put a little course together, some crystals, some magical witchy woo stuff. So there's that. And then I'm going to develop um, a tarot course and then a bigger course to help um, people, women to create ritual, tap into their intuition. I just feel like when we really cultivate a rich spiritual life, it doesn't matter what label you put on that. Mm. Um, It just helps you to become like a really sovereign being like you know yourself so well you can make everything else just becomes easier after that it doesn't matter what other people think it doesn't matter if you have a partner it doesn't matter if you know the world is going to hell in a handbasket because you're good you know you're, yeah. you're content you're happy and that is so underrated being content calm and happy and you can only achieve that when you really deeply know yourself and have a good connection to source so I'm all about Ugh. that
0: I'm going to eat all of you. I love you. Look at these amazing women in the world doing this thing. And and the biggest thing here is that this is not reserved for Marley, for Janie, for Tamika, for Bell and for Erica. This is not reserved for people only in the skill squad. This is reserved for every single woman out there or identifying as a woman who believes that she can create impact, that she can build a business, that she can help change the world, that she can make money and make impact and change her fucking completely change her life and leave a beautiful legacy, whether it's big Oprah legacy, or it's a little legacy within your family unit, like Mm -hmm. this is available to all of us. So I fucking love you. Thank you. I honor you for being a part of my life, uh, for teaching me all the things you've taught me for, for co-creating with me in this space. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm really, really grateful that I've gotten to get to know you and know your business and I can put hand on heart. To all of my amazing listeners in this beautiful community that trust me know me like me love me trust me share me that these women i would pay them dollars and i would learn i would lick their brains i would sit there with them uh, i would buy all of the things they have if i needed it so if you are someone who needs any of these incredible humans and they resonate with you please hit them up go and contact them support them in business um, as you act in your business those will act in your business and i honor you thank you every single one of you i want to look you all in the eyeballs for saying what you've said and for being in my world because i really fucking honor and appreciate you Mm.
4: thank you so much thank you love love you love you love you. you so much thank you